What's up guys? Welcome to All About The Game with Satha. Today we have with us Swapnil Gogale. He's the Maharashtra cricket captain who scored 351 not out in a Ranji Trophy game against Delhi and also set a Ranji Trophy record partnership of 594 runs with Ankit Bhavne. We talk about his amazing journey of not being the most talented but still making it this far due to his work ethic and support from his family. I'm sure this podcast will be an inspiration to many athletes from all sports. Hi Swapnil, how are you? Hi, I am good. So, how is it going? How is the lockdown? Uh, lockdown is pretty much stagnant and I'm trying to move on with the non-cricketing life, which mm-hmm. I am not aware of. Right. So, this is basically first time in my life, you can say 17-18 years, where I have been locked up and not playing cricket for more than 15 days. Right. So, I think this is the longest time I have not played cricket, which is around what now? 100 days? Yeah. Wow. So, so yeah, pretty much mm-hmm. there. So, have you been training at home? Any, uh, you know, batting, just, you know... I do a visualizing thing throughout the year. Okay. And which has not like which is not connected with cricket at all. Okay. So even if I play cricket, I do it, and even if I don't play cricket, I do it. So okay. and within within that, I do just I do my specific training, which is lined up every day. I prefer going out sometimes for a run. I prefer doing it in the society itself. Mm-hmm. So I keep vary variating, you know, the right. training things. Right. So I'm pretty much there, like doing the training stuff and everything. But cricketing, to be honest, there's nothing, no action happening since mm-hmm. hundred days. So yeah. All right, all right. So good. So, um, yeah, you said seventeen, eighteen years. So, how did you get started with cricket? Yeah. So basically, when I was in fifth standard, mm-hmm. I was studying in Kataria High School. So there was a small notice which always goes through the classrooms. Right. To know that you know there's a cricket selection on this weekend at our school ground. So, right. whoever people are interested, you can just give it a try mm-hmm. after the school. So, after the on Saturday after school gets over at 10, 30, 11. So, I just went and they shortlisted some 40 people out of 100. Right. And then by Monday, I was selected in the school team. So, it was a very happy moment for me because right. first time I was got like, you know, I got appreciated for something which I love. Right. Right. And so, then but that's, you were that's when I yeah. So that's when I got to know that this is my passion, and I really I, I got some different kind of happiness. You know, there's always a levels of happiness where you get right. like sometimes if I give you a chocolate, there is a different happiness. Right. Sometimes sometimes like you buy a cloth or clothes, it's a different right. happiness. So in that level, I just completely got a different happiness altogether, which lasted for I think till now. I think. <laughs> right. So. Right. Wonderful. And. Uh... So, you were playing before that as well, right? I mean, this is how every Indian boy plays cricket. You were playing like that. You weren't serious. Uh, no, basically, to be honest, I I never got serious until I uh, under 19, to be honest. Oh, okay. So, till, un- till under 19, I was just having like, see, basically, I'm a fun-loving guy. Right. So, I don't actually take things seriously or I don't, you know, become a serious person. I don't like that. I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, a right. little bit. Here and there and stuff. So basically, it's still two, three years of my first inter-school cricket. Mm-hmm. I was pretty much there and enjoying my cricket life. And I, I, my cricketing, what do you say? Uh, 
in in cricketing terms if you say technique and you know all these things is right. little unusual than the normal cricketer like okay. whatever you see or whatever we see in the television is like completely okay. basics technique right. right and everything right. but i am a cricketer who has no footwork no technique uh-huh. when i started in the school so like uh-huh. my school teacher just told me that you know if you have to make something right you can but then you have to work 10% extra harder than normal cricketers right because you have that kind of flaws which you need to make it right sure so then this those two three years of cricketing school cricket time mm-hmm. i like i worked hard as well but my like whoever my coach was mm-hmm. he gave an extra effort all the time day in day out 365 days and that's On- when i really got to know that if i work hard in this for more a couple of years right i would crack in the state team and by god's grace in 6 months i got into the state team wow so i don't know like i just it it is an amazing journey to be honest like when i started my cricket it was like when i was in 5th 6th and then mm-hmm. suddenly in 8th standard i went for a selection trial which was held at monero stadium right. pune right and there were around 900 people who had come for selection mm-hmm. all over all over from maharashtra and mm-hmm. then me being an outsider me being not not from a school or not from a cricketing or not even a family background right see me me being a marwadi we always have a trend you know you study get yeah. till 19 20 come to the office start mm-hmm. doing what your dad or mom is doing right so then me my family supporting me for cricket was something very unusual in my family because i don't think so since last 50 or 80 years there has been any name of sport in the family right So then for this my brother and my family my brother and father has supported me throughout like wow they were like you do whatever you want just follow your passion and then i don't know with the time things started happening and when i was under 19 mm-hmm. i when i played actually four years of state cricket that's where i got to know that uh, this is and i was pretty much doing well in the what do you say these four years i was right. performing well i was being a what do you say a, not a star player but a decent icon of the young generation yeah. or youth generation where people are talking about me in the newspapers and stuff that yeah. he is the upcoming cricketer for maharashtra and stuff mm-hmm. and then in 2010 when i was 18 years old that particular time i got to do uh, got to have my debut ranji debut which yeah. everyone waits for in india yes. so if you see ranji trophy cricket is something next or maybe a below level to before the international so yeah, whoever yeah, international yeah. player who plays yeah. in for india if he doesn't do well he has to come back again to ranji and perform well and again go to the international right right so that was something a biggest achievement for my me when like in 2010 i was 18 and i got picked for ranji trophy and i did like i had my debut again in front of like rushikesh kanitka robin bees like these two three big indian players right akash chopra wow and like i never thought that i would be you know com- able to compete with these people mm-hmm. and then slowly slowly two years i uh, then two three years again i didn't got picked in the ranji trophy mm-hmm. and then in those two three years i played my state like age group cricket 22 under 19 25 and stuff right and then for the first time in the history we won the colonel sikenaidu trophy mm-hmm. under 25 age group right. for the first time in the world wow and in the history by wow. maharashtra and the, which was under my captaincy wonderful wonderful so that's how then you know everything started transforming and then that's how like i got picked in the ranji uh, mm-hmm. the main team and then i was a regular member of the team right of course so, and uh, so yeah that's that's wonderful to uh, know and uh, 
so when you talk about you mentioned that you're a fun loving guy and uh, you know not too serious so how were you able to balance that you know suddenly you know starting to start, suddenly starting to work much harder when you were a fun loving guy so yeah so basically my fun loving statement is something which you don't have to think about tomorrow right and you don't even have to think about yesterday okay. just live the moment Okay. and make sure that wherever you are even if you're working hard you can always work hard being little funny right. or maybe little you know having a chill uh, right. atmosphere around mm-hmm. just because that uh, just because you say that you have to work hard that doesn't mean that you have to be 100% compulsory focused not talking right just your head down and stuff i i'm not that kind of a person i like i don't know things work differently for me right. and i think i i would love to do what i feel is right mm-hmm. Yeah so I always I always felt that you know working hard is always on always there for every person like if you if you are IT professional you have to work hard if you are a business one you have to work hard if you are a cricketer you have to work work hard so yeah. everybody has a different levels of working hard mm-hmm. so yeah hey guys this podcast is powered by my sport my sport is a platform that gives athletes and their parents personalized access to the best international sports experts from all over the world for mentoring and training these experts include sports coaches psychologists fitness trainers nutritionists and more you will be able to connect via audio call video call or in person if you're in the same city log on to www.miesport.net to know more further details on the show notes so yeah i mean definitely like people just assume that if someone's you know just chill and you know prob- maybe they upload yeah, a dancing video on he, instagram they think yeah people say that now he's been he is very careless now and he's taking yeah. things lightly and stuff but then right. that's the that's the rule of the world that you know right, people right. are always going to criticize you even if you are uh, walking on the road or you're like sitting on the camel so right. it's like that Right. people won't let you walk off the road as well and people won't let you walk off the camel as well so true 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 so great that's good to know and you also had lot of support from your family that's that's another yes 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 that's that the main thing actually i i would really want to know or i would really want to tell people that you know yeah. that if you are not if your family is not supporting something which you love right. then i think you should please start you know helping them by motivating and by supporting them because sometimes you don't know what exactly is uh, is waiting for you in or him for him in the store right sometimes what happens is like under the pure pressure family is just you know denies that no no this is not our thing this is not our thing so for example take a example small like ms dhoni mm-hmm. he just came from a small village from ranchi who right. doesn't even thought about that he was struggling with his life as we all saw in the movie right but then things just take what like one or two years to just flip from one into another mm-hmm. because that's why the cricket is cricket has lots of variables than yeah. compared to any other sport that's why cricket is so much loved in the country mm-hmm. right so yeah so that's why i think i would love to you know tell people or pass the message that please 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 if you if you are listening or maybe if you listen sometime soon about this please help your whatever Uh, uh what do you say the kids and stuff and or daughter or whatever like whatever sports they would to play definitely definitely so okay so you got support from your family what about yes. studies that is another so thing. yeah 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 so everything you see 
in life i think everything comes at once and then that's where the great people what they do is that they decide the right things at the right time right so i think that's what, that's what i decided that my family just told me that you don't have to fail that's all okay. you just okay. do whatever even if you get 36% that's fine right you just have to go to the next class you don't have to you know right make sure that you are you get a yd down and you know your ear down and stuff so right. i made sure that if my family is going to support me for all these things then i it's my duty to make sure that i don't disappoint them of course so i made sure that whatever time i would get in between the matches or in between the practice mm-hmm. i would just study and make sure that i have get enough kind of marks so i by god's grace i have i have done my uh, what do you say graduation in bcom and fi- uh, bcom in banking and finance Right. And in tenth and twelfth grade, also I'm like sixty one and sixty three, so wonderful. I'm pretty much first class. So that's, that's decent enough. Definitely, definitely, and uh, uh, yeah, and also I mean, you know, as long as you're passing and you're keeping up with your studies, at least, मतलब parents and all they'll understand, but at least society, you know, relatives and all. they'll have uh, yeah basically this is one this is very one unique thing about my family that we don't care about any society or any relatives what they think wow. about us i don't know from where this has come being a marwadian typical family uh-huh. i have seen or everybody we all been seeing like you know right. how people react we think about society we think about community we think about people right but i don't know my family since first like since 10 15 years we never thought about other, like what people will think or what we do or what we feel do we, we what we feel we do it Wonderful. then we can think about the later consequences that it was right it was wrong the analysis will be done afterwards but at that particular time if you whatever you feel you do it right and that right. and that's the best thing i think you can so you basically you don't have any uh, yeah so that's about it i think mm-hmm. yeah that's great so okay so your family support system was strong so that wasn't a challenge for you what were the challenges yeah. faced so challenges were uh, to be honest when i like when i played for the first time for my state mm-hmm. so the expectant expectations were slowly getting high from my family right that if you are making it to this level at this age then i think you can do better right and obviously at that particular time i was having that exact school boards you know what is like 10th uh, yeah. board exams yeah so at that particular time that was a big challenge for me mm-hmm. and then obviously later things started getting professional then being a marwadi guy you right. have to follow your diet you have to follow your everything your lifestyle right you know how the food and stuff is at home mm-hmm. so these two three things were literally challenging for me because i have to manage my food my diet food i have to go myself to the grocery store get things done mm-hmm. you know start right. maintaining a healthy lifestyle sometimes yeah. i never used to feel like working out when i'm to play or maybe have ma- lots of matches lined up but then yeah. being a need of the hour i left, i had to you know just push myself little extra than normal people because as i said earlier that 10% extra it's always in my mind right so no matter what i do even if i play even if i don't play even if i train even don't don't train those 10% extra thing i always had in the mind so i always kept that and always push myself in right direction mm-hmm. whenever it's possible so yeah that's that's great that's great so uh, yeah so another challenge you know when you're in the ranji team obviously uh, representing maharashtra and you know everyone wants to get into the indian team right 
so right right everybody's goal is the same definitely so how do you you know balance playing for the team and playing for individual uh you know success so that because everyone every, i'm sure nobody cares about the other person they just want to ruthlessly get into the indian team is it that way or do they still have that supportive uh, so culture? basic basically there's a very thin line between all these two things which you said right. you know to play for yourself and to play for the country mm-hmm. and then at that particular time you have to think about your own state team as well right but then i have been in the both the phases sometimes i'm not denying it i'm being honest sometimes when i started oh. i'm like i don't give a shit you know whatever things happen things happen i have to perform and i have to keep playing right but then sometimes what you think is also very important sometimes if you don't think about the team automatically mm-hmm. your performance doesn't happen and it starts getting low right so then when after a couple of matches i realized that oh this is not working mm-hmm. then i started giving everything to my team right like i just thought i just forgot myself mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know who i am i just want to play for state and i have to play, give my 120% no matter what the result will be right and then slowly slowly i realized that there has been some positive talks mm-hmm. there's some difference in me there's a difference in my batting style right. everything is starting you know getting different right. just because a small change in the thinking right so obviously when i got selected first time as a captain in 2015 of ranji trophy Mm-hmm. that was my debut as my captaincy and that's when i thought that i'll give my 120% just for the team right. and i made a national record which is i think on my name as well definitely yeah we'll get to that so i scored yeah i scored yeah so whatever the numbers run so mm-hmm. yeah so that time i realized that when you start playing for the team automatically things happen for you right and then automatically see basically ms dhoni is the biggest example for whatever you question you asked me right yes. now that when you play for the country your records are automatically there he has 10000 test runs yeah he has all three icc trophies right he has all three ipl cha- titles so when you think about all those things just for the team things right. automatically happen for yourself as well but when you okay. think the other way around if you think for yourself and then things never happen for the team mm-hmm. so right. i think there's a fine line in between right and uh yeah so here how does how do you feel when you are not performing and you know your teammate is performing obviously there is some amount of uh, do you get jealous or is there some amount of you know jealousy or any negative feelings when that happens <laughs> yes yeah, so, sometimes when i was uh, playing into the age group cricket till under 19 i used to feel that oh he is also of my age then why is he performing right it's natural you know it's bound to happen right but then when you play start playing professional cricket in the open age group where the age is not no limit then mm-hmm. you can't think about all those things then right. you just have to mind your own fucking business that's all right you you can't just say that you know oh uh, he is performing well mm-hmm. even at the same time you and you are getting the same chances so right. it's about just you have to just deliver yourself and you can just analyze what's going wrong right and then just rectify that and just make sure that things like make things fall in place mm-hmm. sure sure so yeah great so yeah now tell us about the incredible 351 yeah so like on like in 2015 uh, kedar jado you know that right he plays for yes, india so yes. he was captaining the side and we played the first game against jharkhand in delhi right so we lost the game and then he got picked for indian team from there and everybody is like now well, at, at, at this crunch moment 
we need to handle the cap like give the captaincy to someone who handles the pressure a little better right in the same one year before i had uh, i told you that we won under 25 championship for the yeah. first time in the history under my captaincy yes so then they just thought that i am the right person so mm-hmm. just let's just give him and that's that was my captaincy debut and by yeah. that time i had played what around 6 7 games for the state right. in ranji trophy right so i was i think the early, uh, youngest Uh, with the matches youngest yeah. uh, captain to be given the uh, responsibility and then on the first day itself i just won the toss and i i wanted see i am a person who loves to be positive right. no matter what the situation is right. and it was a delhi team where everybody like gautam gambhir navdeep saini whoever whatever playing for india right now they were there unmukh right. chand so all this star lineup you know sure. star lineup and I, i just won the toss and i chose to bat and i was the f- person who was going to face the first ball right. and like i just went to the ground and i like my sir told me that you going to be captain for the whole season now so right. don't have to worry about anything else just feel free and play whatever you feel like mm-hmm. so i just thought that wicket is nice i think i have been given the captaincy i have won the toss we have elected to bat i am facing the first ball that means that something is bound to happen today because every everything is falling according to me right then as i played first two three overs that time i got to know that i am hitting the first ball right in the middle of the bat mm-hmm. and then by i just started to pace my innings up and played i'm like i am like what my cricket is all about so right. i just played and at the end of the day i was like 150 not out and somebody just like in a funny way my friend called up and said that uh trust me i'm not joking he just said you might score a 400 tomorrow and i'm like what you what the fuck you're talking like you're just kidding me i think right so i don't know he just said in a funny way because i don't know even i never thought that i what my aim was to be honest i have to score a double 100 that's it sure i never thought about 300 and right. then slowly with the first session on the second day when i started to bat mm-hmm. in 15 overs only i completed my double 100 and i'm like i have whole day left now right i can literally score 200 more right and then suddenly in the lunch break my friend said that in 2013 kedar mm-hmm. jadhav had scored 327 runs for Ma- for maharashtra against uttar right. pradesh right and that was the highest record by any individual being a maharashtrian right in this last whatever 50 years right so i was like let's try to break that record at least mm mm-hmm. Sure. So I was like having that record in my mind that let's complete 327 runs and then we can see. So okay. I just had like these two milestones, but mm-hmm. then slowly, slowly when I came close to 300 and I got to know that I've already broken the record, mm-hmm. then we were like left with only four or five overs. And then I would like I I was like okay, let's make it 350. It will be a great total right. for to remember. And then right. once I declare on 351. Mm-hmm. i was coming down to the boundary line and somebody from press started and come, came running to me and yeah. stopped me in the between the ground and he's like yeah. do you know what you have done i'm like no <laughs> i'm like basically you have scored two three national records right and on the other hand you have missed the world record by 30 runs i'm like what are you talking so he's like mayala jayawardhan and sangakara's world record is 634 uh, 624 runs right that was the highest partnership for forever in the cricket uh-huh right and i was second 594 me and ankit bawne right oh and 
when I, and because of we don't have any phones allowed during the match time of Ranji, uh-huh. we were not able to contact anybody. And oh. then that's where I missed the world record. Otherwise, I would have been in the Guinness World. My name would be written on Lords. So right. these two, three things just, you know, yeah. made me a little disappointed. Right, right, right. Obviously, does it does it so, still hurt you a bit? Uh, yeah, because the five overs were left for the day. And right. I think easily score 30 runs, five overs would be an ideal situation for me to score those runs. Right. So, I, it, I think it, it still, you know, pricks me sometimes that mm-hmm. you could have done. But then that's fair enough that whatever I had or whatever I have done, sure. I think, I don't think so anybody would be able to do it in the next 25 years. I Definitely. don't know. Definitely. So, let's see. That's that's great. That's really inspiring and wonderful to hear. And uh, Yeah, I am. So, great. And from there... What do you see next? Like, how how hard is it to get into the Indian team from the Ranji? Like, I'm sure getting into Ranji, uh, getting into any Ranji team is itself really tough. But then, yeah, get into the big leagues. Uh, so basically, the thing is right now is like, see, uh, cricket, the the Indian cricket has been so competitive in the last three to five years mm-hmm. that it has it has literally made cricketers think, you know, twice that you have to be damned too good to be there you know so and it's a process basically so if you just try to keep performing consistently for two three years Mm -hmm. you automatically get 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 picked for any of the sides let it be india a let it be your indian team or let it be a ipl team right so here the i i would say that consistency is the key and i think Mm -hmm. you have to make sure that consistency is always there no matter whatever you do so i think in our profession basically consistency i think is the main criteria to get into the Indian team. Man. Sure. Sure. And uh, your thoughts on the IPL? Like, do you have plans uh, to play there as well? Would you like yeah, to obviously. be selected for the IPL uh, for uh, Mumbai Indians or, um, you know? Yeah, I would. I, I don't have any franchises. I, I don't have any franchisee to be in the mind to, you know, be picking me or something like that. Right. But... IPL is something a biggest platform to play for the country as of now. And right. I think IPL is something which, uh, so basically last, uh, like 2016, 17 and 17, 18, I was shortlisted as in the global players 351 throughout mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. So I was shortlisted in that. And then, I don't know, I was unsold for right. some reasons. Right. So I'm right in there, right there. So it's this matter of fact that I have to, you know, make sure a little bit little change in me and little consistent little more consistent and I'm there so sure pretty much there that's great that's great and, uh, yeah yeah but uh, also do you feel that you know once you get into the IPL uh, it it becomes a little harder or uh, you know to get into the Indian team because you're directly put into such pressure situations and then people may not perform and uh, then it gets tougher like uh, just like an example of Sarfaraz, um, you know, started off really talented and stuff, but you know, it took time. Yeah, so it it actually depends on how you handle the success. IPL is something which makes you star in a couple of weeks. Right. And to become a, a rising star from nowhere, it's difficult to handle for some people, you know. Mm-hmm. So... And IPL is something very challenging because all around the world players are playing. Sure. So I think that if you perform well in IPL, 
that is a complete what is a revision of what you're going to do in india or right. what you're going to do in at international level right so that's why there is having there, there is a lot of big chance of playing for india where if you perform in ipl because they see that if you have the talent to compete with the people around the world mm-hmm. that means that you are ready for the international cricket so what happened right. with sarfaraz is that he he showed some promising talent mm-hmm. but then when he actually there was a time where he has to prove himself in the domestic circuit again right he was he failed to do that right because the atmosphere also matters a lot sometimes sure. when you are in the ipl team the atmosphere and the you know surround vibe everything is completely different and when you come to the domestic side everybody is completely different so there's a fine line again here as well so right. i would say that it's different it's obvious that if you do well in ipl that's a great platform to make it for the other level definitely definitely and hopefully you'll be able to uh, you know get past that barrier this next yes, year yes yes i'm just yeah. next year next not this year. year next year yes so apart from the professional said how has cricket helped you in your life in general in general it has taught me lots of discipline right. it has taught me to be motivated all the time even if nothing is working in your favor sure sometimes people don't people just quit it you know they don't try and work hard when things are not going in their favor but then at the end of the day life is all about the process sometimes right. you win sometimes you lose what right. what is in your hand is the thing with or a will to you know keep fighting mm-hmm. so i think i keep doing that and i think that has helped me a lot and right. i think cricket is such a sport or any kind of sport to be honest it teaches right. you something at least which right. can last for you throughout your life definitely so i think these two three things are very important which cricket has taught me and i think i'm very lucky to be a part of this cricket that's great that's great and i know you have uh, let's say maybe 10 years left um 10 years more in your um, see i'm i'm being i am being a honest person as i said that so i am just counting my 6 years of now okay. from now on so till 35 i'm going to make sure that i right. i give it whatever i have right and make it to the other level right and uh, but having said that have you you know started also working on uh, you know a few things to do post your cricketing career no no as of now nothing see i never i, I never thought about the plan b because then right when you think of plan b you yeah. automatically start yourself distracting from plan a right when you know that there is no other option left you have to do something in this itself you make sure that you have to find the ways to make it happen so i think i'm doing that and i'm going to keep doing that so no matter what situation will land up in i next 4 or 5 years i don't know but then i'm not going to have that plan b that's, that's just for the help i am just handling my dad's business because i think my elder brother is completely into the computer and his it uh, field right so he that doesn't allow him to you know spare some time to look after him so i think this right. is the best thing which i'm doing that's great that's great and uh, all right so any advice you have for the youngsters who are starting out do you see a lot of potential so basically uh, all over around the world everybody has said with their experiences that india has the biggest talent in cricket right it's just that it's not coming out in the right way mhm you me all the youth of india you knows that there's a biggest like biggest people and biggest talent in the country is just that what i would say that whatever you feel like 
just do for that not just cricket but what there might be some other passion somebody want, might want to be a painter some just somebody just want, might want to be a photographer right but then whatever makes happy in this generation if you don't do what makes you happy then you are screwed sure because pehle ke zamane mein log ji paate the ki apan nahi apne ko pasand hai but theek hai family ke liye karna pad raha hai aur mom dad ke liye karna pad raha hai that's right. fine but now you are not in that generation where you can last long for more than 5 years if you are not yes. doing what makes you happy yes so i would suggest that you should always do whatever you feel like and you know there's always the sky is the limit and you should always push yourself for the biggest of things definitely and yeah like you mentioned now you have to outwork everyone so if you're not passionate about it it's going to be really really hard to put in that extra 20% 10% yeah because there are there, there are millions of people who want to be a basic people basic life right but then if you want a big, bigger life than that then you have to also work a little bigger than that definitely definitely yeah. so swapnil thank you so much for uh, spending your valuable time for uh, for the listeners for me no no worries 100% any time for you and uh, so swapnil where can people get in touch with you please share your instagram so, so i'm not I, i'm i'm not using facebook okay i'm just active on instagram okay so that's the only social media i'm using and i'm using on my whatsapp that's all so i'm not uh, active on anything else sure so guys i will uh, listeners i will post the links to his uh, social media handles so uh, instagram uh, handle so you guys can follow him get in touch with him for any business enquiries and um, yeah swapnil thank you so much and uh, take thanks care thanks a lot have a nice day yes. take care yes See you bye